You're listening to another edition of Absolutely Nothing Going On. It's your host here, Rich, a.k.a. Borlord. If you enjoy the show today, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, or review. You can catch me outside on Instagram at Richardometry, on Twitter at Richardography, and steady every day at angopodcast at gmail.com. Music for this segment produced by Tiktones.com. Thanks for listening. Are you ready for what comes next? Let's start the show. Test. Hey, one, two, one, two. How is this coming through? Let's go to five. Is that that's too much? Hey, okay. Hey, that's too low. It's weird. Like uh, zero decibels is super low, and three decibels is like clipping. Like I go, hey, hey, and I get like this much. Uh, but I go to three decibels, watch. That's four. Whoops. Three. Come on, you fucking cuck. Hey, hey, hey. See, it's like right up clean <laughs> off at cuck. the top. Fucking cut. I mean, I use that. I Sorry, hang on. I use that word all the time. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Is cuck a bad word? Oh, hang on, hang Cook? on. Sorry, don't answer that question yet. I was just getting this level set so I can set these other levels. All right, Manny, what's up? What up? What it be? What it do? What it dookie do? What it be? What it do? What it dookie do? We have no plan for this. fucking around, man. Extra content. Oh, can you turn that on? There's a switch on it. Here we go. Is that on? That's on. Keep going. Hey, 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 hey. How many? Six. So, hello. Testing. Whoa, just farted. And it smells like incest. Incest. Incense. It smells like incense. (laughs) And my fart. My fart probably does smell like incest. You were incest? Incestuous fart. It's my new band name. Incestuous, 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 incestuous fart. Incestuous fart. Oh, I couldn't say that if I was... Hey, theory. we're incestuous... Uh, fuck. Yeah. We're incestuous... Uh, fuck. <laughs> we're incestuous fuck. <laughs> we're incestuous fuck. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, that doesn't even sound right. So how y'all? How y'all feel with the mics? Feel with the mics? I don't know, man. You don't know. Is that pretty good? I'm finally happy. Oh, hang on. My pants. I'm slipping down. Um, I'm finally happy to not be having to sit on this bar in front of here and lean over the table. And by time time the episode's done, I mean, like the other night, we talked for over two hours. I I boiled it down for that episode to be about... um, Dude, these dogs have got a fucking good Hey. Oi. Come on. Shush it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we recorded for over two hours the other night, and I uh, I was sitting up on this thing for most of it. Like leaning forward? Yeah, and then by the end of the night, my fucking taint was asleep. <laughs> taint <laughs> you know? went numb? Yeah, it was I numb taint. That. A little numb I taint, yeah. That. 
Yeah. Yeah, that shit's the worst. Numbtain is, is bad. It like crawls up into your balls. You feel like. Yeah, right. You yeah. got testicular cancer or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Pretty good. I think uh I think we're pretty good. The waveform looks pretty good. I don't know. Okay, so is cuck, cuck. a bad word? Is cuck. that a bad is that like a is that the same as saying like fuck shit, goddamn motherfucker asshole pussy sucking cuck? cuck. Never, heard of it. never heard this word. You never heard I say cuck around here all the time. Cuck oh, is dude. like well, these fucking you. cucks, man. Cuck oh, bags. Yeah. Remember cuck bags? We were talking about this the other day. Uh, it's it's, it's, you know it's short for is? Yeah, it's short for cuckold. Cuckold? You, you familiar with that term? No. It's like Where does it come from? It I com- thought it was a I, I just heard a, about this the other day. It comes from the it comes from a um, fuck. I I'm probably not explaining this right, but it's uh, it's a thing that happens in like with birds mm-hmm. that they'll um, yeah i was gonna say it has to do with birds yeah yeah they, they like um certain birds will uh will like lay an egg in, in another bird's nest uh and like it's a it's a, it's a one specific kind of bird I right what kind right of bird it is but uh what it'll do is it'll lay one egg in a nest and when that egg hatches the uh the bird that you know owns that nest and has other eggs in that nest will raise that other bird as one of its own damn and then it, like sometimes yeah the bird don't like, know the difference yeah, yeah. and like it, it's a bigger bird the asshole bird that does this the bigger breed of bird so is it like, yellow and and stands up straight like a person i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get that joke on sesame street oh. um that's a stupid <laughs> joke um but some like what it'll do is it'll hatch, and then when the others hatch, or even before, it'll like eat all the other little baby chicks. Nice. So yeah, this is like a thing that happens. So that that is called cucking. Uh, it's well, I mean, that's where the term came from. Cockold or cockholding is like when you raise another man's kid. Oh, okay. And it's it extends to like it's it's kind of uh, more recently it's extended into. Uh, like sexual parlance, yeah, like porn. Yeah, like if someone's a cuckold, that means that they what their you, fantasy or like the kink that they like is to their, watch someone else with their with their spouse. Spouse, nice. a guy, a guy watching his wife get. Normally, it's guys kid. watching other dudes do their wife or girlfriend. That's terrible, dude. I mean, some people love you know, that. Some people are funny yeah, story, all about it. Funny story. All right. I kind of have some experience, or I could have. Um, one night, I uh, being a cuck or being the being being the the one to cuck mm. the cucker the cuck maker the cuck, the cuck maker yeah um, you cuck maker weird dude. fucking story so like oh, Jesus. about a while Jesus. ago a while ago like you know last year sometime I was you know, flipping through uh, Tinder and a match. I saw this girl that I knew through mutual friends. She had like came out to shows. She was a fan of, you know, the band and whatever. I'd seen her at like, she came to fest and I played like an acoustic set and she was like right there in front and like, Oh nice. you know, really dug the tunes and whatever. It was always super nice. Cute girl. Hot you know. to trot. Yeah, yeah. She was cute. You know, whatever. Um, I knew my friend had like hooked up with her and was hooking up with her. 
whatever. So I was just kind of like, man, whatever. But uh, I saw her on Tinder and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, what's up? But uh, I swiped right on her and we matched. And I was like, oh, shit, cool. And um, and then I realized I went back on her like Facebook page and I realized she had a boyfriend at and the time. S- at, yeah. When, she was when on I, Tinder when she was on Tinder. Wow. So I I messaged her and I was like, hey, what's up? Like, what are you doing on here? Don't you have a boyfriend or whatever? Y'all break up or whatever. She was like, she kind of came up like, was real forward about the situation. She was like, "Yeah, no, I I do have a boyfriend, but uh, he, uh, I'm just on here to meet people and hook up. Like it's something that we're." And I was like, "Well, is it like an open relationship or whatever?" He's like, "No, it's just something that you know he's into. Um, you know, I meet guys, and if they're comfortable with it, like we hang out with them, and um, we, you know, I'll." If I like them, I'll fuck them, and he just likes to watch. So, hmm. what does he do while he's watching? Um, I mean, he'll like. She she kind of said it to. I was I was just like intrigued. He holds a video camera. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when she was telling me about this. I was like, I was like, there's a perfect gift for this somewhere, and yeah. I knew exactly what it was because I like in, like saw it in my head, and uh, I sent her the gift of uh, of uh, the dude just going. That's interesting. That's fucking interesting, man. <laughs> That's fucking interesting, man. Um, but she told me that um, she she would fuck dudes, and he could watch or participate. Um, but if the dude wasn't comfortable with that, then she, and she still liked them, she would just fuck them. Yeah, he you had know, to sit outside. And he the would, ultimate cuck punishment. There we go. So. You, know, you gotta I was listen like, oh, to cool. it through the door, you know. That's you know, I was like, that's interesting, that's interesting, whatever. And then, you know, talked a little more, and then she was like, yeah. So if you're ever in Brown County, you want to fucking hang out, or whatever. Here's my number, and I was like, mm. <laughs> sorry, I don't no. think I shall partake. I remember yeah. I was working, I was working uh, at this place with like all my friends, and I, of course, I told them about it, and they're like, dude, fucking do it. Like, no, man, <laughs> yes. fuck no. I don't know. I mean, it's like it's weird. You look at it from both sides. I don't know. Mo- I think most people would think that people with that kind of what, like an open relationship, would be. It's not even an. Over- it's not even an open relationship, she, she, though. I, she was like, "No, I definitely don't let him fuck other girls." It's a thing that she, that he likes. She's yeah. doing this for him. Big air quotes, you know, because I mean, mm-hmm. she gets to fuck other guys, and he likes to watch. Hmm. It turns them on, but they're like super in love. Like she posts pictures of them on Instagram and stuff, and you know, I mean, that's mad cool. Like hmm. do it up, but whatever. I, mean, I just that's. Uh, I it, even like made a joke about it that like you live know, and let live. You know, yeah. I mean, if that's your thing, go I, for it. I I I don't even want to watch myself fuck, let alone <laughs> watch, let alone let somebody else watch me fuck. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, could I get uh, hard? Could I? I don't know. I don't think so. And it's not one of those situations where she was like, you know, fucking a unicorn, you know, like a 10 or above. I mean, she's extremely attractive and pretty girl, but it's like, nah, you get like, you got to be fucking Olivia Munn status to be like, yeah, fuck me from my... Oh, out. from uh, yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah, 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 like mm. some, something like that. Mm. I'm like, mm. all right, this, I can't pass this up. 
Yeah, I mean, that'd be hard to pass up. That'd be Olivia hard to Munn, pass up. If she was just like, hey, yeah. uh, Fuck me know. in front of 10 dudes, I'd be like, all right. All right. Let's do it. Do I get to pick the 10 or is it a <laughs> random situation? No, random. <laughs> hey, spray fart my dinner tonight. <laughs> fart my dinner tonight. Spray fart. <laughs> all right. So uh, now that we're done with the pre-roll. I don't know what where I I just threw that out as a question while we we're checking levels and shit. Yeah, dude, cuckold. My friend wrote a cool song. Named, uh, he titled it "Cuckold." I don't, I don't know if it's about cuckolding, but I mean, I'm guessing. It's good. Cyanide vessel. Check it out. Oh, the place that I was going to talk to the fi- the uh, most recent final destination of the term cuckold. So okay, so it started as a bird term. Uh-huh. Then it went to. <clears throat> A sexual term, right? And used kind of as a dig in the sense of a sexual term. Because, okay, so like what would that be called? Like you said, it's not a punishment. The person wants that to happen. Like the person who's getting cuckolded. So you're trying to... You're, you're trying to the cuckold out. enjoys it. It's like, uh, you know... It's like pleasure i guess yeah but also i don't know it's kind of seen as like a shaming thing i mean that's a huge kink as well it is i mean yeah shaming it's it's a it's 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 a variation i feel like we're we're at your mom's house right now not your mom's house but like your mom's house podcast tom segura i uh think we ought to talk about religion or something (laughs) yeah so it really is like uh your mom's house um go straight from sex to religion but what i was saying was the term is now entered the political arena. Oh, that, have, you, have you heard it? And, and that's why <laughs> that's why I use it most of the time. I what you want to know when I use it the most? When I'm in traffic, <laughs> when, like when this I'm fucking when I'm cuck. driving. Yeah, I'm like this fucking get out of here, you cuck bag. You know, just like cruising <laughs> down the highway. Uh, you know, that's when I use that term the most. But um, I don't think it's. But a, I started using it because back during the last election, a lot of people were calling Republicans cucks or like conservatives or whatever. That was like a term. Why? You know um, I don't remember how it started. It just it kind of started trending. Cuck as like a as like a dig at conservatives or whatever, and. I don't know. I, regardless of the political affiliation, I thought it was hilarious that they were using that term. So I was like, well, perfect. I'm going to fucking call everybody that now. <laughs> like, I'm going to shout it at people all the time. And, uh, and I do. So, but yeah, that was the uh, final or the most recent incarnation of. I don't think it's a, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't say it's a, you know, a cuss word. I mean, so you don't think it's a bad word? No, sort I don't think a it's a derogatory bad, remark. It's, it's it's yeah, you can use it as a you know an insult as an or, insult, but it, I mean, it by itself, it's not like you know. Fuck I think or, once you took it away from the bird and said it about a person, then it became like an insult. But it's not an insult though to insult people some, who some, enjoy it. Some dudes, but I mean, you'd have to talk to somebody who actually yeah. enjoys it and, if you know, and, if, and say it to them and see, does that offend you? Yeah, if, if you know anybody like that well, that's I mean, not I in do, Broward County. <laughs> I do indirectly, but... Uh, maybe we'll get them on like Skype or something. 
<laughs> I've actually, I think I met a dude once. I yeah. Like, yeah, you look like a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is definitely a cuck type, I think. Like a guy, you see guys in the in your life. But I can see, like, I can see why she asked me to partake. Because, like, he's, like, you know, scruffy, you know, tatted up. Yeah. Rough around the edges looking. I'm like, you know, and I'm... I'm about as it's like your rough daily, around an edge as you can get. Your so. daily driver and, you know, whoever the other person is, yeah. it's like the rental car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a I'm like an old diesel it could van. Be a, yeah, it could be a diesel van. It could be a Ford Mustang convertible. Yeah. You I know. Mean, it, might, it might take me a while to heat me up, but yeah. once you do... <laughs> you, you get plenty of torque, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm just saying like <laughs> like the the husband Look or her boyfriend mean. is like the everyday driver, but whoever she has in off of like Tinder or something yeah, yeah. is the rental car. Is the rental car? Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of excitement. Something you don't get to drive know, man. If I was, if I mean, I think why does se- why does car analogies are always in sex? You know, like they say, oh yeah. You know, you wouldn't buy a car without test driving at first. Like I've heard that said so many fucking times. Yeah. So cliche. Or oh, she has a lot. If of If you've ever on said her. that, if you're if you out there, I'm talking to the to you guys, to the listener, to the listener. If you've ever said that, just go ahead and unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't go that far, but I will say that that is like pretty stupid analogy. But it seems that cars and sex merge a lot. I mean, sex is really easy to, you know, describe. And I always heard ways. it was like, well, you wouldn't buy a pair of shoes unless you tried them on first. Fucking cars, shoes, cows, you know? <laughs> yeah. Make anything work. Why buy the cow? You get the milk for free? Yeah. Yeah. Because then you get a fucking cow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All that meat. Yeah, the meat. All right. This is going in a weird place. Yeah. I think we get back to religion. Yeah, we didn't even we, we didn't even never go to, Yeah, we didn't even start on religion. <laughs> I was going to tell you this. Me and Mark were talking about the Air Force, uh, his Air Force days. Oh yeah, you were going to tell me this story. Uh, no, it's just, it's a story. I mean, it it make more sense to play the video. It's just the story of this pilot that um, was piloting a. Um, a uh, a blackbird, you know the super like yeah hypersonic fucking mm-hmm. crazy SR seventy one yeah SR seventy one blackbird BR five four nine BMFR 11. sure man yeah um so he's you know like you're on YouTube and you end up in like the weird fucking place where you just keep getting like clicking on the suggested videos and you end up in like a random ass like part of the YouTube that you never yeah. wanted to be on. I don't know. YouTube's interface is like I get it that's that's I mean that's why culturally when you say you get down like a YouTube hole that's how it happens right if yeah. their autoplay feature was more like it's I always wonder autoplay it's the it's the suggestion bar that you know those algorithms will just grab you know Oh, yeah, it's so loose. Like, the first couple are kind of similar, but then the rest of them are, like, off the wall. Completely different than the video you're watching. They all have the same theme. Like, they're all related in some way, but the the content, you know, isn't, you know, it varies. But, um, so, one of the the pilots, there's two guys, you know, doing, like, a 
some sort of exercise flight on this uh, SR-71. And um, he was saying about, like, how um, the you can like see you can see like they were flying like through the Rockies but you could see from like from like you can pretty much see from the Rockies to the coast you could see like the Rockies extending from Canada oh all yeah the way you're down. in the you're in you're, you're like 90,000 90, feet yeah you're like mm-hmm. 90,000 feet up in the air so you can see the entire like western part of the United States yeah and you know those radios that they have you know like super long range radios and they pick up you know uh the open frequencies for like air traffic air control right and uh he's saying that he was you know he was piling the plane and yeah the other guy was manning the radios but he could listen in on and he had like five radios that he had to like you know um kind of manage and see what was going on and whatever and he was listening to the uh the la center tower you know uh guiding air traffic through right all of that part of the country and uh i'm like dumbing this story down because i mean there's a lot of like technical terms yeah and, a lot know. of ins a lot of outs a lot yeah. of heavies yeah a lot of a lot of pilot terms that i don't fucking know and i uh, was saying you know the gist of the story i'll show you the video later just the story is that like you know he hears uh, a little you know cessna come on the the comm and he's talking to the tower and he's like oh you know like uh, blah, 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 such and such, you know, trying to get, you know, a ground speed read. And he's saying that, like, the traffic air control guys, you know, no matter who you are or whatever and what you're flying, they have to talk to you, like, in the same voice. It's like, whatever whatever person that is uh, on those comms always right. sounds the same. Yeah. You know, they always have a smooth, you know, like, you know, calm yeah, voice. And, you know, yeah, you know, you You just talk real smooth, and they all sound exactly the same. Four right. nine, we got you at a ground speed of yeah, such yeah. and such and yeah, such. Yeah, we got a ground speed uh, reading here, you know, 250 knots, you know, 2054, over, whatever. And um, he's saying, like, so he gets he gets a, a, a read for this guy's... Uh, ground speed and he's like oh we got you here at one five four two six and then he was saying that um and then a guy on like a twin you know fucking uh twin engine other small plane comes in is like it's like oh what's hang what's on, my ground on, speed on, on. all right so where were we anyway so fucking dogs <laughs> so um the second guy comes on the frequency and was trying to get a ground speed read from the um, traffic control in, in LA and he was in a little faster plane you know and he's like oh we got you you know you're going uh 250 knots you know smooth across the ground and then uh, and then he's like uh and then I hear this uh this F16 in the valley somewhere coming across across uh the frequencies and he's like uh Oh, uh, oh, this is uh, such and such, you know, trying to get a ground speed uh, read from you. And, and then he says, well, why does a fighter jet need a ground speed read? When, you know, it's not like a million dollar plane. He's got it right on his heads up display. And he's like, right. oh, I see what he's doing. He's going to, you know, swing his big dick <laughs> and uh, and get a read here. He's like, oh, you know, better watch out. You know, there's a fighter jet flying in the area, you know. And... Uh, and uh, traffic control is, comes on, and he's like, uh, uh, "So, so over. We got you reading at a six five two, you know, six four, smooth across the ground." <laughs> and uh, he's like, 
and then no one said anything else. Like, you know, it's like a pilot thing. You know, that guy shut everybody up. Yeah. And he's like, you know, and I'm like, you know, 90,000 feet up high in the air. And I just want to go for that fucking radio button and try to get a read. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, no, I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't do Can it. Can they read that far up? Yeah. Wow. They, they, he was saying you... that he was saying that they would, they would, Cal- they could see them. They could see them on the radar, but they weren't fucking with them because they were so high up. It wasn't, you know, right. it wasn't anywhere near where all the other planes were flying. Yeah. And, uh, and he says, he's like, oh, and you know, I, the 12, the 12 year old and me just wanted to go for the comm button and, you know, and try to get them to get a, 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 a ground speech for us. And he's like, no, I don't want to do it. You know, I want to be, a, you know, I want to be a good airman and, you know, all that shit. And he says that his his buddy, go, he hears him go on the comm and he's like, uh, oh, this is, you know, he's like, and he said it in like the nerdiest voice ever. He's like, oh, this is such and such, you know, trying to get a, a ground speed read uh, for, yeah, for us or whatever. And the uh, traffic control goes on the comm and he's like, Oh yeah, blah 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 blah. I see you going two thousand one hundred something <laughs> knots smooth across the ground, and it's like everybody shut the fuck up. And then that the, his his co pilot went on. He's like, "Oh, I see. It's more closer to twenty three hundred knots." <laughs> Thank you. And it's such a it's a, such yeah. a cool story in the way that they they cut. Somebody took the audio because it's just like this guy giving this talk. Somebody right. took the audio and cut it with like clips of you know right. SR seventy ones and like some like yeah. traffic air control like scene from some movie and it's oh, yeah. it's pretty fucking good. I'll, I'll show it to you later. I've heard that story before. Uh, your uncle Dan. Yeah, apparently, it's a pretty popular story. Uh, My uncle Dan. It. Your uncle Dan told it, and uh, of course, he's a engineer at Boeing, right? And a pilot, and uh, he knew all the terms and all the. Wind airspeed or wind ground speed and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Oh well, he knows. Of course, he yeah. knows all the terms. I mean, he's a fucking right. engineer at Boeing for how many years? Has he been there? I don't know. Or well, I mean, not anymore. He's retired now. But yeah. But he uh, <laughs> better know. Better know the terms. <laughs> now he uh, pilots boats. Or a boat. His own boat. His own boat. Not not like uh, for as a profession. Right. As his own boat. He's not have like you a seen harbor the, master. Have you seen a new stealth fighter that that they uh, that they got? It was a, I don't think so. Lockheed uh, designed it and shit. Right. It looks crazy. It's like you remember the. Uh, really got to get the the F one the F one uh, the stealth the the little stealth fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of looks like that one, um, but it look it's like it's kind of like a crossover between that and like a F sixteen Hornet or something. Yeah, they're really fucking cool. Yeah, have you seen some of the new prototype planes that are coming? The new fighters. Well, it's that one. The new one that we're spending like a billion dollars on. Yeah, it's like the F thirty two. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, is that's this what the one is. you were talking about? The story you're telling? No, this is this is a this is a a, a Blackbird. This oh, is that a was big, a Blackbird. Yeah, a big like right. supersonic jet goes like yeah. Mach fucking six and shit. Yeah, you know these are just fighter jets, but it's like a it's supposed to be like a joint, you know, operation between right. us and our allies. Yeah. But um, it's been like 
12 years to start this program. Yeah. And they keep having to push it back because all the fucking technology that they put in it, it's got like, you know, a bazillion moving parts. I think like the hard part in building a, you know, fucking several billion dollar prototype plane nowadays would be the fact that technology changes so quickly that like by time, you know, they do all their R and D and put all this shit into it. And by time they've got a production model, I mean that shit that, you know, it's five, five years old, which is like an eternity in technology terms. It's not like a, it's not like a home computer that, you know, you know, the, no, it's just a really super expensive computer that fucking flies around in the sky super fast and shoots shit. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, I think it's definitely way more complex I mean, they may have individual computer systems that are not as powerful as like a regular computer, but you better bet that they're trying to put as much top technology in that. Yeah, as they and I'm can. sure that there are ways that they they you know build those planes with that in mind to where there are certain modules that they can that are easily removable and upgraded. You sure. know, but for the most part, some, you know, the actual hardware, the you know big bulk of the plan is state-of-the-art shit that you know they develop in secret that it'll take you know other countries years to yeah kind of develop and come up with the technologies it's figure it out it's 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 a weird but see, it's I'm a weird saying- cross-section between you know the government and private uh corporations like developing this technology well it's yeah like, i mean the government you know, doesn't develop its own computer chips yeah yeah and shit like exactly that. so and and these you know these contractors like boeing and lockheed aren't like you know taking that technology to sell to the military and like privatizing it and like selling it off to other well i mean they people. do eventually but yeah yeah but it's, ways, it's, but it's it's in other ways they're like you know yeah declassified versions of whatever technology that they had I don't know. What do you think? As the only qualified person, a semi-qualified person in this, somebody actually around this table to comment on, you know, planes and military planes, at least anyway. Like back in the day, was there was the stuff then like top technology, or did it seem even a little dated back then? The because what? Okay, first of all, what years were you? Involved in working on aircraft. 68 to 74. Okay. So, yeah. So eight years. The aircrafts I worked on were all basically the same. Six years. I can't count. <laughs> they were all, yeah, they were all about six and a half years I was in the Air Force. Yeah. And they were all basically the same. They Everything, systems were, were. What do you mean they were the same? Well, all their the technology was basically the same across different types of planes. Right. Yeah. I I worked on um, aircraft that were had more than two jet engines. Right. So the the, the biggins. Yeah the the big airplanes, the cargoes and tankers and bombers. B fifty two was the yeah. Only, but they were the type of old, avionics. Old rock and, lobster. Yeah. That's what we call the it. Avionics and all that stuff was pretty much the same. So, um. What's up? What's up? Uh, I need to take a break. Okay. Go ahead. We can pause it. So, say that again. <laughs> That's what took me so long. Uh, getting back here was that. We're going on a 
like a three four day trip and the suitcase she has is too small she gotta give this big suitcase so that's what i had to get the suitcase out that's what took me so long no worries fucking party (coughs) okay so where were we you were you were saying that you worked on some of the bigger planes and across those a lot of the a lot of the technology was similar um since they were i mean the bombers had you know more electronics for bomb guidance and all that kind of stuff but the other planes were cargo and tankers so a lot of just uh they had regular avionics. regular gauges and they had a lot meters of gauges, and stuff but, uh, not like the did you ever load electronic bombs bomber no it wasn't my job yeah he was just mechanic so do you see him huh yeah you like hung out yeah. Were they big? Um, yeah, I guess big as a person. It's crazy. That doesn't seem that big. But they, but they, most of the time when I was around them or working on them, they were at the home base, not in combat. You so. seen these fucking missiles the Russians have? Crazy as fuck, the, dude. Wait, are you talking about the this mega ultra torpedo or whatever it is? No, no, this is just like a like a like a ground missile, ground air missile, huh? Yeah. Shoot them out like out of these like back of these trucks that have like silos on them. Yeah, kind of like just like compartments. Russians love those rockets off of a truck. Yeah, that's like a yeah. signature. Whenever you saw like a movie in the eighties and nineties that was about you know yeah, involved like, like Russian military, like it was like a you know twenty seven wheeler with the fucking big old yeah. rocket on the back that yeah. just goes. They're part of yeah. They're part of like the sand <laughs> system, and they you know. They're like on a on the bed of this truck, and they prop up, and you know the, the rocket will shoot out, and then it'll ignite, and then once it ignites, it has little boosters right at the top, and you see them shoot out, and it'll correct. Yeah, the yeah. the the direction. Right. Yeah, they're like to, little little thrusters, mini thrusters. Yeah, just little thrusters, but you see them shoot out, and they're like psh, 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 right at the top, and it's fucking crazy. Yeah, and then they'll just like it'll. The, the engines will kick in and will just shoot off. I know? always I always thought those that that like that half second there after it like it kind of those trucks kind of like lob it out yeah, of the tube and out. then it just like lobs it out and then it goes Poosh, you know yeah. you see the spray come out the well, back yeah. and just, we don't want the engine thrust coming out coming the truck. it'll just explode it'll blow the truck up but it's insane oh yeah I was at uh, Eglin Air Force Base it's how does that Florida. work. And uh, there was, with my dad, he was working for Lockheed at the time. And uh, it was just before I went in the military. And uh, up there in, in Eglin Air Force Base, they have a climatic hangar. Oh, yeah, I've heard simulate, this story. simulate any weather conditions inside this hangar. And they had this, the truck, the supporting equipment, and the truck with the missile on it. Yeah, and, what? Uh, and I, when I was there, I always tell the story that the coldest place I ever been in was at uh, up near Pensacola, Florida, sixty-five <laughs> degrees below zero. Jesus, Jesus! Inside of this hangar, inside this hangar, that's cold. Nuts. Yeah, that was cold. Snow that's was like cold. ten feet deep, and they had little paths running through it, you know. <laughs> and they took that big missile and the truck and the supporting that's crazy truck and. So they're it what was they were just trying so to much freeze they, it so they could see yeah, how see it what performs. The conditions are in you know really super cold weather. 
And, uh, I mean, they weren't like shooting a rocket off inside this thing, obviously. Oh, well, no, no. They were just testing the, the support equipment, the trucks, the electronics. So if it know. was like in the Antarctic, it could still just like set up and... Pew. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it got so cold, the, the wheels wouldn't turn. Damn. And they had these big tow trucks. How long there. does it take to get that hanger down to that level? I have no idea. How big but they is can it? Create, it's huge. You can have a B-52 in there. Damn. Jesus. So that's, that's huge. And uh, um, it was so cold. You think well, a star they, lifter they, would have fit they, in there? Oh, easy. Wow. It's, it's not as the wingspan is not as long. It's a big old cargo plane. C-141. That's like, right. It's not. doesn't have like fucking six engines. It doesn't even it have as big as four. Yeah. There's, there's the only other airplane that has a B-52 has eight. Fuck. But, uh, Those jet engines? Yeah. And they had to actually drag it out, and the wheels didn't turn. It just dragged it out onto the flight line, tarmac, whatever you want to call it. Let it thaw. And uh, <laughs> it turned completely white. Oh, I'm sure. As soon as it, it hits that, was, uh, that humid air. This was in February. Humid Florida air. This is the beginning of February. Yeah. Up in Pensacola area, Fort Walton Beach. Yeah. And uh, What was the temp outside, do you think? Oh, I don't know. It was jacket 50s. weather. Yeah, 50s, 60s, low 60s. Yeah. But the humidity in the air just condensed. Oh, the whole yeah. Thing. yeah. It just a whole like 100 been, degrees. Of looks fire. like it had been painted white. You know? <laughs> That's it was nuts. So funny. It was crazy. Like it was flash frozen. That's yeah, nice. yeah. It was uh, it was really interesting. They you know they were operating all the equipment while it was in the hangar. But yeah, man, it's crazy to think about like how much shit like they got. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> what like, do you mean? Like planes and fucking equipment and oh yeah, yeah. Just the whole operation, you know? Yeah. I read somewhere that like the U.S. like like has and manages and runs like over like 800 bases all over the world yeah you know that's that's a, a lot of bases over 800 with like all this different you know yeah type of machinery and right. people and you know that's a it, there's a lot a lot of people involved and a lot of equipment expensive yeah. equipment you know exactly and uh this was a big missile it was probably three four stories tall damn on the back of this big truck that's crazy you know, i had m multiple trucks underneath it you yeah know? and uh it was pretty cool i i enjoyed that week i spent there with him what was it what kind of missile was it, was it like a it was uh like an icbm uh, yeah it was a icbm but it was patriot missile Ooh, Fuck a patriot, yeah, baby. huh and um my dad was worked on the guidance system. Yeah, dude. So uh, show those comments. Wait, what's he up? worked on the guidance system for the Patriot missile. Yeah, you got to be shitting me. So how did yeah. you find that out? Could he like talk about it? He couldn't talk about it. Well, I, it was there. I mean, it's a. It's what it was called, a Patriot missile. It wasn't like top secret. It wasn't, you know. No. This this the this when the I missile, think Lockheed Martin, I think like some secret back room. Well, the some shit yeah. technology the one, you don't one even know about. I ask him because you know they lift it up on the truck. They the launch. They lift the missile up. They stand it up basically, not totally vertical. But and uh, I remember I asked him how long does it take it to go from laying on the truck to up. He says I can't tell you that. 
<laughs> you know. So uh, so yeah. So there there was some things he couldn't say. Yeah, yeah. There was things he couldn't talk. He could say this? that he was working on it, but he couldn't say. Huh? Well, what decade was this when he was working on this missile? It was a, he went to work for Lockheed in nineteen fifty six. 57, 56. Oh, this is primetime so, Cold War. Um, yeah. Uh, Cold War era. And uh, so he, you know, eventually, you know, the Patriot missile was in, in design at that time. Yeah. And so uh, he, um, my dad was a smart man. Yeah, dude. I have to tell you some of his war stories. That'd be fucking sick. I want to hear that. All right. Um, do like do we want to do that now or do we want to do that on a whole nother show? I don't know, man. It's up to you. Doesn't matter to me. I, I mean, how many stories do you think you have um, about like war stories that he, that you know of of his? Because some of these are are fascinating, like just the crazy shit that that guy got into. You know, I don't even know how. You know, you think about average person that goes into the military you go into like one type of service i mean sure he was in the military you know and then he went to lockheed after that i'm assuming i don't know about the time the chronology of the whole thing but it seemed like he in the military in the navy he went from like thing to thing to thing yeah he was um he went to university of alabama for two years uh, on uh, radar guided bombs, yeah, that they were designing then, but he ended up in a program radar guided, and that was his expertise. Dark ages. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he uh, actually ended up in another program that was like the Dirty Dozen. Yeah, I don't know if anybody ever seen the Dirty Dozen, but they take a bunch of convicts, you know, and they train them to go behind enemy lines. Yeah. And you know this story. You should look at him and tell the story because but, I've uh, heard the stories before. But he, uh, so I guess we're going there right now. Let's yeah, do it. let's do it. I got a, I got a picture in there of him and and the convicts, and he was the leader of the squad. I guess for lack of a better version word, there was a movie made about this program that he well, was, it was a the squad army leader version for. of it. The movie was, but this was the Navy version. He was in the yeah. Navy. Oh, Which the Navy. do you think? Do you think that the Army did it first, or do you think the Navy did it first? I think they were all developing at the same time because was he a Marine or I'm or sure, Navy? I'm sure Navy. it was like military wide. No, they I mean, were like, like the Marines. And oh yeah, they, somebody had the idea and was like, "Dude, we could use convicts. This is great. Yeah, free fucking. We don't have to pay them." See, and they got you know? they got this thing that they would be, you know, wipe their records would be wiped clean. Yeah, you know, but it was how many of those dad, guys you think, like, just jump ship while they were over there? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that. I've never asked him that. I wish I could ask him these questions yeah. now, but yeah, oh well. But he uh, was supposed to go behind enemy lines in Germany. At that time, they were developing heavy water. The Germans were to make atomic bombs, and so they were. They'd have big dams to control the water and the hydroelectric power and everything they needed to make this heavy water. And um, the air superiority of the Army Air Corps uh, got so good that they didn't need him in Germany. So they sent him to the war in with Japan. Yeah. The part of the war with Japan. The uh, Pacific Theater? Yeah, and so he his job was to take these group of... Uh, 
convicts and they'd go somehow from in the water. I don't know if they were in submarines or or on ships of some sort, but they'd send them in to go into, where was it, Okinawa? Okinawa, where the army came in. Um, Okinawa, dude. Yeah. Crazy. But uh, his job was, at that time, was to take these guys and swim in. Swim. You know. And he <laughs> Some was video trained. He was also trained oh, yeah. in underwater demolition. So they would go in, you know, blow up their docks and their ships while they were in the harbor and stuff like that. Any, anything to demoralize them. Yeah. And if you know how the war went in, in Okinawa, they ended up going all the Japanese went inland and dug all those tunnels. Yeah. And they had the whole army underground, yeah. basically. So, um, but his job, and that was forced them to go underground because we were... Blowing the fucking shit out of them. Yeah. And so Swimming he was, up and blowing the shit yeah, out of them, damn. to be exact. So he, he was... Um, uh, this part of like a special. His, his team went in there even before the Marines landed. Damn. So this was before we actually went. Was he in. part of like a special task force or like a SEAL well, team? Well, he was probably probably what it was the Navy SEALs before they had Navy SEALs. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of you know they had to be pre runner to the they Navy to, SEAL. Uh, you know, they had to do a lot of stuff, very physical hand to yeah. combat sometimes. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> so. So, uh, you know, that was his job. Some solid snake shit. Some know, special some, forces. I can show you the picture of him. Yeah, the, I'd love to see that. That's crazy. And, the, and the, the, the people who taught them. That's nuts. The, all the, the people who trained them were actually doctorates in whatever specialty yeah. they had. So That's insane. Yeah. That was uh, amazing. Yeah, my buddy uh, Mike, the guy that played guitar in Henrietta. His grandpa was, uh, he used to be in the army uh, around the same time, Second World War. And um, he said that uh, he used to go into Germany and they had him, he was like doing like undercover espionage shit because he was fluent in Russian and German and he would like intercept. That's a whole nother class of ballsy. Yeah. Yeah. Intercept communications and. You know, decipher, you know, right. you know, military, uh, confiscated military, you know, communications and documents and shit. And they would send him like months on end. Like, the typewriter, that crazy. That kind of shit. Yeah. He yeah. would, he would go behind, it's you know, enemy lines and he'd be there for like, you know, two, three months. It would come back in, you know, that no one would how, know what he did. I always or, wonder how do they get him in and out? You know, like how yeah. do they get him? I, I well, guess I mean, maybe you're like you're posing as a citizen of that. I mean, yeah, they they have to have their ways. They get your papers, and you just. I mean, nowadays, I've got to imagine it's got to be excruciatingly hard to get those people in and out, and get information in and out, yeah. and all that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, fake, I mean, now you know, back then you could just make a fucking photocopy yeah. of a, you know, stick a picture over a, you know papers so from another now, country and like photocopy it but now it's like now it's like you know it's more of like you know 
uh, you basically got a chip in your passport yeah, with yeah. all your like DNA encoded on it. And shit. Yeah. <laughs> now it's all done like computers, like the whole espionage thing. It's all done through hacking. You know? Yeah, they just spy it's all on done people remotely. Remotely, yeah. yeah. Now it's, it's a know, shift. Now it's uh, you. You better bet though. They still got people in there. They're not going to totally rely on. Uh, probably. I mean, like more because more like information moles, not you know, like right. Fucking you know, James Bond kind yeah. of type. You know but what I'm I, saying? I think there's probably less of sending Americans to places or like, you know, well, I mean, whatever country it, like, it is, it's less of sending people across as is, as it is hiring people that are there. Exactly. Yeah. Who, you know, maybe don't really or, give a shit about, you know, super, not super patriotic and just want to make some cash, you know, make some scratch. That's crazy. But his job after they actually, taken over Okinawa that they sent him in there a very low tech job picking up bodies and burying them whatever wherever they could pick up and bury yeah and, man uh, he uh, That's he rough. didn't talk much about that it was pretty messed up yeah sure I'm sure he didn't want to like you know go in and picking up about the it. marines and all those guys and yeah they'd been there for a while so they were already all fucked decomposing, up decomposing you know Ugh. So you had to pick them up and take them up someplace and bury them. Yeah. You know, you got them big cemeteries over there in Europe. and Like uh, mass grave cemeteries. Yeah. So there's some pictures of him, too, during that period of time he had. I don't know where they are at the moment. but uh, <clears throat> I remember seeing, like, going through, you go through the photos of him. And before the war, he's like this goofy, smiley guy. Even even like a couple years in, yeah. But then you see pictures of him like in his late military career and yeah. just out of it, dude. Just it is face like changed face, total I mean, face. I mean, he almost looks like a different person. Yeah, I mean, and rightfully so because that shit is oh, that'll fuck you up. Shit, you yeah, know? I mean, if you got to go in and wrestle a Jap to the ground and kill him, you know, you, that, yeah. with your bare hands, with your bare hands. Damn. Or with like Did uh, he ever whatever bring back you any like cool fucking shit? Was he that kind of We've person? got we've got a gold capped tooth that he got off a of Japanese what? Japanese. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 did he it's, knock it out or did he like pull it out? Or I was it like know. on the ground or and, something? Uh he made a pair of pliers, you know, just regular old pliers out of wood. To pull teeth with? We, I think my brother Tim has it. They, what? They, they, they didn't go in there specifically to pull teeth out of Japanese soldiers, you know. The, but yeah, you know, gold a gold tooth. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can remember many times looking at that and looking at it and holding it in my hands. And what the fuck? That is yeah. so crazy. Hang on, hang on a second. Yeah. Well, we were just talking about my dad. Basically, the war. Right. Yeah, we talked about. It. We were just talking about how his face changed. Yeah. After. Yeah, his appearance really changed. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I could hear that. I don't yeah. know. It was while he was talking. You know, this is all just one mono he was track. Be silent. In World War Two and the Korean War, he never did go to Korea, but he he worked at uh, the last time before he got out. He was at the Naval Air Station in Birmingham, Alabama. That's where I was born. During that time? That was during the Korean War. Yeah. So, anyway, that was, but he had, uh, you know, in the middle of Alabama, you're not anywhere near the war. Oh, of course. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, 
Anyway. I don't know. I've seen Red Dawn, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. The Koreans invade. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. well. Man, that war. Shit. Korean War? Gave birth to the modern Korea that we have? Yeah. yeah. You Just think about that. We uh, we beat the communists back. We uh, <laughs> no, we didn't. We World didn't do War II, We demolished Germany and demolished Japan, and then went in and built them back up. Yep, they're doing great. Yep, I don't know, but for for nearly at least a decade after those wars, there were still whole sections of cities that were just piles of bricks. You know, right? Yeah, man. Just yeah. totally leveled for years yeah. and years and years, you know. So built it back up. I don't. I don't think we specifically hand built everything back. You know the way it, we didn't put every stone back the way it was or whatever. But I think we probably gave them a lot of aid and a lot of infrastructure support and oh, things yeah, like yeah. that. You know. Well, we went in and rebuilt the Volkswagen factory. Put a British guy in charge of it. Boom. Till the Germans took over back over it. Yeah, you ever get a pre World War Two beetle? They're strange looking. <laughs> They're strange. They look. They look more like an actual beetle, like the bug. Yeah, they were really, really? like they the insect, like, were, the <laughs> like the incest, incest, like the incest fuck, incest fart. <laughs> you banned. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, yeah, those things they look they they were a little bit bigger, weren't they? Yeah, they, they were, were like meteor low. looking. Well, they were kind of low. They weren't as like you know those cars, those bulbous. like lead sleds from the forties and shit. They're like oh, kind yeah. of a little more rounded off, but they oh, yeah. they got that sloping back end and right, they're low right. to the ground, but they're real wide and long. Right. They weren't that big, but they were patterned after that, so they're a lot bigger than like that one you got sitting in the garage out there. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, four door. Some of them were four doors. Yeah, some of them were four door. Yeah. Anyway. So, what stories do you have of old granddaddy? Oh, he was... Granddaddy was... uh, He wasn't my real granddad. My real grandfather died in 1945. He was 45 years old. 45 and 45. Yeah. And uh, my... My real grandfather's sister. So what year would he have been born in? That would be like... Uh... No, I was born <laughs> four or five years later, but four years later, 49. Yeah. That was your girl, rant. How did he die? Uh, your girl... His heart gave out. He had a heart attack. Yeah. Took him a while to die. Smart. Most people back then, it was like, you know... Yeah. Before you could call it COPD. But my grandfather was married to Susie Ernest. My grandmother was married to Walter Ernest, and they both died. Susie and Walter died. Wait, were they like brother and sister or something? Susie and Walter were brother and sister. Oh, so this is like keeping it in the family type of thing. And um, so, what happened? Well, my real grandfather died in 1945. Walter. He was married to Your grandfather was Walter. Zena Braidfoot was her maiden name. Your grandmother? My grandmother, my old grandmother. Yeah, my great grandmother's name was Zena. Zena, yeah. 
What the fuck? And uh, yeah, <laughs> where that name come from? That was on the list actually for baby names when we were looking at. Yeah, I mean, my wife was like, mm, wife. no, no. So what, can't do it. Who did she remarry after? Your- she married uh, Arthur Neighbors. Uh, that was the guy he was married to Susie Ernest and uh oh, so, and Walter Ernest oh, okay, they were brother sister so, so your your grandmother after your grandpa died married yeah. his wow, sister so confusing husband. yeah he married she <laughs> this, married he she married her brother so there were a brother and sister Susie yeah. and Walter so, when they grew up they got married and then both of them died and relative in a close time, and yeah. then their spouses married each other. Okay, so they were anyway. simple to, simplified it a so little anyway, bit. So anyway, I was just saying that about my granddaddy. He, that's the only grandfather I knew. Yeah. And uh, so he was a master carpenter, and he worked for the Tennessee Valley Authority, TVA. And the 33rd the degree was, mason. No, the TVA was, uh, they were starting to control rivers because of all the flooding that was going on and stuff like that and on the, on the uh, rivers in Alabama and Tennessee mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm. So they built dams. And so he would go he in. He told me this story. It's yeah. a good story. And he would go in, and they didn't have all these mobile trailers and all that stuff, so they had to build all the infrastructure like on at site. the dam site, the offices, the latrines. Was this part of the the quote unquote New Deal? Uh, no, like all no. that dam building and stuff they did. No, that was that was something different. It was, I'm sure, funded a lot by the government. But, yeah, but uh, he would build, you know, the outhouses. On site, on site, and yeah. the offices, and you know the sheds, tool sheds, and all that stuff. Why did They'd it take have... them so long to figure out you could just put that shit on wheels and roll around to wherever yeah, you needed? Yeah, no, well, they it took them a while, but they figured. Of course, that back out. then it was like you build a whole city for like twenty five cents or some yeah. shit like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the government would get some like some trees off their land and cut it down, and you know make yeah. prisoners cut it into two by fours, and then they'd ship it over to Alabama yeah. and knock it together. You know. So anyway, he he built these outhouses and they were multi seats toilets, you know. Yeah. Outhouses where you they were just a wood plank with a hole in it and you yeah. sat over the hole. That's know. where we get the term like one holer. One holer. Or yeah. like a two holer. Yeah, these yeah. Head would that have was literally for, coming from a hole in the ground. They're just holes. wide and, you know, they're, they're long. Yeah. It's almost like a trough. Like you know how you see like uh, uh, a row of porta potties that like Coachella or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was like that, but it was made out of wood. It was like a hard structure. But yeah. was it? Was it like? Did it have dividers or? No, it was just a row of uh, along one wall. You come in the door, and there were just the. the okay. The, it was just like holes. a bench down one so there side. Was a bunch of people shitting in there. Yeah. Whatever. You had to like move past people. And yeah, you had it when you came in the door. How, you had to walk how down. wide was it? Did I you don't have to know like exactly the dimensions. Church pew past everyone yeah. like this. <laughs> But, That's uh, what I'm imagining. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, it's Sorry. Uh, oh, fuck that movie theater. Outside. What the fuck? You know, it was they. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck <why> that. <laughs> but he Sorry, saw, knocked over your popcorn. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> One time, a guy come running down the stepping on people's toes to get to the border potty. Evidently, had to shit really bad, and he came in the door pulling his pants down and he was swinging his ass around to get to the port the to the hole, hole. And, 
and it started flying. So he just oh, sprayed no. all the guys there as his butt. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, dude. You told me this <laughs> yeah. story. Oh, nasty. Oh, my grandfather would laugh. shit out of that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This butt it's probably all like raw wood too, so you can't just like, oh yeah, you know, get a paper towel and some Windex and just like wipe it off. Right. You know, yeah, <laughs> just no. can't hose it down. It's now a part of the structure. So he would. Uh, That's bad. Yeah, that was. Uh, it's like your Olivia Munn spray fart. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that I wouldn't be too upset about. If it was Olivia Munn, come run down the spray hill. Spray farting me? I don't know, man. I'd be like, ew, at that moment in time. <laughs> what if you were the guy? Later. What if you were in the guy in the sitting on the hole closest to the door, and that guy, you like, you didn't even hear him or nothing. You're just sitting there, the like, minding open. your own business, examining this corn cob, saying, like, man, has that been used before? <laughs> I don't know. And then all of a sudden, the door just, you know, <laughs> bangs open. And bangs this guy open, comes and in this guy sp- wait, is your, was your grandpa swings around in, and sprays in you? The party no. Or? He just saw him from the outside? Yeah. Yeah. It's all the aftermath. So Goodness. Damn. <laughs> the devastation. <laughs> Lucky he didn't have to shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Ugh, I don't understand. Just the stench in there. I get that. Okay. Well, have, you, have you ever been to an outhouse? Gone. I mean, I've been in a porta potty, but I haven't yeah. been in an outhouse. You never the outhouses didn't have like this blue chemical that's shit dropped. Just a, like a hole down. Just a hole with a bucket under there, and there's someone was responsible for taking the buckets out, emptying them, and putting them back in. Yeah. So, but if you had, we used to go camping up in the Ocala Forest, and this one place, Clear Lake, had a a porta potty, uh, basically a, an outhouse. It wasn't even a porta potty; it was an outhouse. And, uh, you know, it's just they dig a hole, basically. They didn't use buckets in this particular place. But but it's just, you know, everything drops down in there. There's flies all over those Blue bottle yeah. flies and all down, all crawling all over the shit. And it's just piled up in there, you know. There's just... Yeah. There's no they nothing to catch. water in there from time to time? No, or? no. There's no... It's just big buckets and you dump them out and put the bucket back in. Yeah, I but mean, if they don't use buckets, it just sits there? Well, in the, a normal, uh, a lot of times normal outhouses, outhouses, are outhouses like, they dig a hole. Yeah, and the and the and then, a lot of times they'd hole? be on skis, so that you could as soon as the hole started to get filled up, you, you could it? yeah you could drag you it. it and fill the hole. In How deep is that hole though? Oh, I don't know. You could stand in it, and your head would be at the toilet at the seat. You know. Yeah, so probably about three three feet, three and a half feet. Yeah, maybe so deep. I mean, the hole. Yeah, the hole's. You know. How big around are we talking? Like a five gallon bucket or a little wider? I don't know. It's a big hole. Big old hole. Big old hole like that. But uh, they didn't have like uh, mechanical augers and shit back then to just dil- to, drill. Yeah, no, just you had dig to dig it. it. You had to dig it by hand. Yeah. So anyway, that was uh, talk about the the uh, <laughs> advancements in technology in the past. Yeah. You know, well, hundred years. Was- Back in those days, in the early, you know, 1920s and 30s like that, they didn't have indoor plumbing. So you'd have a community of houses. In most places. You'd have a community of houses, and there would be a central, yeah, you know. Um, Bathhouse. Yeah, toilet. I don't know what, what we'd call it. Outhouse. Central outhouse. Yeah. And so all the neighbors that lived around it, if you had to take a shit, 
you know, you'd go to that. Imagine that. You're sitting at home. Fuck that. You, you're like, oh, man, My I got shit. You got to, like, get your fucking take. Do you have to take, like, paper with you? Or? Yeah, well, they usually have a Sears Roebuck catalog or something in there. Yeah. And you wipe with the pages of the catalog. You just Ooh. read it and then just tear one out. Yeah. And so. <laughs> Talk about rough, huh? Yeah. Hey, but you got the job done. The cucks would always use the... Ladies lingerie, <laughs> lingerie. <laughs> ladies lingerie section to wipe their butt with. So. Yeah, but anyway, my grandmother cucking, tells me the story. Yeah, that's not really cucked. The He's group of houses they lived in, there was uh, some guy come running out of his house, running down the hill to the outhouse, ran into the outhouse. He was going so fast that it. When he got in the outhouse, it knocked it over. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, because they were portable. You know, he moved yeah. them around like he said. You know, so they weren't. Yeah, when the hole filled up, man, you just drag but it, they, but dig they another also, hole and drag it over. But they also had um, the in your house. You'd have uh, pots that you would pee and shit in. Yeah, and then you had a honey bucket where you would empty those into it. They also had a knife there to cut the turds up. <laughs> what? The turd knife, yeah. yeah turd the, knife? The old turd yeah. knife. So Good old if it turd was a big knife. turd, you would cut Chop it Chop it up a little bit. So it wouldn't be you know one big turd. But and then what did you do wait, with that? Wait, what do you mean? Like, Did you take it down to the reach? thing and dump it in? Oh, like if you... if Okay, so if you shit in a fucking pot. Because the, uh, the porta, ported, lot of, some of the ported or outhouses had buckets, big buckets in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And so the make room. there was um, businesses. That's what they did was empty those pots. Yeah. But if you had in your home, you had the little pots that you. Because if you got your in. hand in shit, you might as well be getting paid for it. You know yeah. What, yeah. what was that so, called? What was that? The pot. The little pots. The little pots. They were called. Uh, we've got some here in the house. Chamber pot. Chamber pot. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But so the same uh, thing as a bedpan. No, it's not really much a bedpan. You would, you would. Uh, Bedpan's a more recent technology than yeah, that. Yeah, that was, I guess, you could call that a bedpan back in the old day. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't stay in bed and shit in yeah, it or no. something. No, yeah. it would, it would be but next when to you, the bed. When you used it, you would take that and dump it into another bucket. It was a larger bucket. In fact, we've got one here. They called them honey buckets. Mm-hmm. And we've got one in the house. It wasn't your bed, bed bathroom. I don't know where I've put it. Is that the one with the lid? With the lid, yeah. That's the big one? That's, that's the, the one no, that you... No, that's the one... That's the transfer one? That's the one you transferred the small pot. So there are smaller pots than that? Yeah. We you had to take a in shit the in the There's smaller in the pot? House. We got those little pots in the house. They're in the house. I, see, I thought the one with the lid was like was like one of the smaller ones. No, no, no. That's the honey bucket. And oh, wow. The smaller ones. Man, I would it. not want to have to aim in something the, smaller than that. Yeah. Well, they were they're, they're about this big and only about that deep. Well, I mean, they're just, in the house. Did you just like hold it up to your butt? and? Uh, you sat on it. <laughs> uh, you sat all the way on you it. You didn't huh? have great big fat people back then. Yeah, that's true. So, true uh, word. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking around the room like... Uh, they had some where they were actually <laughs> chairs. All of us uh, the, would not the, have made it. Chamber pot Dude, all this in. talk about shitting makes, like, I got to fuck shit. Oh, is that right? right now. Yeah. You get the turd knife where you go in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shove that way up my ass. Cut, yeah. cut that up before you flush it because it may not go down if it's am I, big. Dude, am I, I might but, need uh, it. But there was companies that came around and you'd fill it, the chamber pot or the honey bucket and you'd set it out on your porch and the, and the 
honey bucket guy would come by and take it and dump it in the truck and put your bucket back on your porch. You know, I've seen some place up in like the Carolinas or something, somewhere up the East Coast a little further. There's a company that does porta potties. Um, you know, I don't know who the first was, you know, the first one to to do that, you know, portable outhouses type of thing. But um, but yeah, it's a company called the Honey Bucket, and all of yeah. their all of their uh, porta potties are yeah. say Honey Bucket on them. Yeah, I could show you one of the chamber pots. We got honey two bucket. Or three here. What yeah, the fuck kind of name is yeah, that? Right? And, uh, and then the honey bucket. Not even close. The yeah. Honey bucket used to sit on the counter in the other bathroom when we kept towels in it, face towels. You know. I will say, yeah. if you like mixed up shit and piss like together, you stirred it up, it probably would look like unfiltered honey. <laughs> Maybe so. I think it was just a. Uh, a name they called it because it was stunk so bad, you know, the honey bucket. <laughs> the old honey bucket, you know. Bucket. So, uh, anyway, that was uh, the way they did things before you had indoor plumbing. Damn. Know? So, uh, can you imagine that? You'd have, you get a Fuck, no, I'm cushy. I was born, I was born in the 20, 20th century? 20th century. Yeah, yeah. yeah we had, we had <laughs> what century is it? What century was that? Is this a flushable toilet? What century is this? <laughs> yeah, really. Where were we? Right before the 21st, you know what I'm saying? 21. Yeah. You don't go out looking for an outhouse like this, do you? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Those that were... was still the 20th century, though. What are we talking about? We're talking about 1920s. Well, the 20th century, yeah. 1920s Early or so? 1900s. Yeah. I mean, up into the thirties, maybe it's technically seventeenth century technology here. But uh, I mean, the fucking have, Romans, they had like some sort of plumbing. Yeah, you know, very basic aqueducts and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. they they had uh, they didn't have like cast pipes like we like, you know like yeah. late, came later, but they had. Yeah. Marble holes drilled in stone or, yeah, or, or right. you know they'd make them out of clay or something like that yeah true. run them through the wall yeah yeah but uh, very basic though probably more basic than having an outhouse i probably fewer people had indoor plumbing in the roman era yeah than had indoor plumbing around right. the turn of the century so you know the last century i don't know how we got from high-tech uh spy planes to well, you, you're tell, you're telling stories about your dad, and then you want to tell stories about oh, your yeah, granddaddy, yeah. your granddaddy, so old granddaddy, <laughs> old granddaddy. But uh, yeah, they uh, that was how unsanitary was that, you know? Imagine the guy that had the empty honey buckets. What yeah, you didn't have big old fat people, but you didn't have anybody living past like sixty either. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> people didn't live that long back then. You know, when you can be super fat and live to like. 80 years old, you know, there have been some advancements. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of... Any I other... I remember uh, all the stories I was told from my by my grandparents. Funny stuff. Yeah. My, uh, my uh, grandmother uh, in the community she worked in, or lived in, there was people that you know, the sharecroppers and stuff like that, but they would work the fields and grow cotton or whatever, you know. Yeah. She said there was two brothers, and they both were 
very demented. It's just called Two Brothers. <laughs> two Brothers. Dude. Two Brothers. <laughs> two Brothers. These two brothers, and they were... And then were, an asteroid comes. Yeah. And then the Mexican Armada. And old ladies. Old they're coming, too. <laughs> yeah, there was two brothers that were always in competition with each other, and they were always fighting each other. One was trying to one-up the other one, and then they were This not was your grandmother's were, brothers? No, these were people she knew that worked in the fields. And oh, right, right, right. They were... But... Uh, the um, the boy the brothers were always in competition, you know, and they'd be fighting each other, you know, because one like would fist say fights. Now they have fist fights actually yeah. knocked down. Drag That's out some old stuff. school shit. That's like some old world. But these guys were not very smart, you know. They were they well, were, obviously probably had very low IQs. Use now, your words. Not, Use your no no. <laughs> very low IQs. She said they got in their biggest fight was when they were trying to. Say, uh, be superior to the other one, and one of them said to the one, "says I got a hundred dollar in the bank and a wrist watch." <laughs> wrist watches back then were dude first rapper yeah. ever, first rapper ever. Like, check out my bling. Yeah. Got a got a hundred in the bank back then. That was like having commas, man. Oh yeah, yeah. you got a hundred dollars and a wristwatch. Holy shit! That guy won that argument 1900s. hands down. This was uh, yeah the early nineteen hundreds, probably the twenties, but. Uh, that was the thing, you know, wristwatches were only the rich people had wristwatches. Everybody has pocket watches. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the women had those little watches that hang on their pinned to their shirts. Yeah. But most people didn't have watches. It wasn't not not a not a thing the common folks had was a watch. Yeah. You know. The men usually when they got older would have a pocket watch, but and I got, they'd have what, clocks like we got hanging here, those old wind up yeah. clocks and stuff like that. That big clock when you come in the front doors from mid 1800s. Damn. Still works. Still works. Oh, one, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. I want to see one thing that's made right now that'll be around in 150 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. That still works, you know, like yeah, it no. did the first day. It, stuff made out of plastic. Oh, yeah. Forget about it. But $100 in the bank and a whip watch. And they couldn't speak watch. very well either. Whip watch. Is this in Alabama? Yes, Alabama. And uh, That's crazy. So they were, they got in their biggest fight. Dude, oh. So what? So they got they got in a fight after that? I thought that would have ended it. Be like, oh, drop yeah. the well, mic the one after guy, that. It made the one guy really mad because the other boy was saying he had $100 <laughs> in the bank and a wristwatch. You know, who He's like, that? you lie. <laughs> they were you ain't, that ain't the truth. Beat the shit out of each other. I'm gonna beat your ways. You see that video I shared? The Chinese people that live up in the Delta. That was very cool. They had those old Southern accents, right? And, that blew my fucking mind. That was so cool. That's <laughs> like uh, I I just watched that movie again a couple months ago. The uh, the candidate. Yeah. Remember in uh, what's his name? Uh, was it Rip Torn? Is that guy's father? Was it Rip Torn or was it uh, the other guy? Oh, man, to be it real quick. And and uh, and you hear, oh Lordy, Lordy, hang on, just. And she opens the door, and it's you know it's obviously like the help, you know. And it's this Asian woman. She's like, oh Mister Such and Such, so good to see you. Blah blah. He's like, he still makes you talk like that, huh? He's like, yes. He pays me extra. <laughs> she just didn't have that accent at all, but she was super uh, putting on yeah. the. The fucking mammy thing. Yeah. That was funny, man. That was a funny movie. 
I don't think I've ever seen that. You've got to see it. Will Ferrell Robert, and... Robert Redford? No. The Candidate? Which one am I talking about? With uh, Zach Galifianakis and Will Ferrell. Oh, you're talking about... It's like the election or the candidate or the... Yeah. The runoff or something like that. Yeah, the can- the candidate. It's a fucking Robert Redford movie in the yeah, 70s. I think so. Okay, I'm getting that mixed up then. Yeah. Robert Redford was definitely not in this. Right. That's why I was like, "What? What movie was that?" Um, is it Zach Galifianakis? Zach Galifianakis, Will Ferrell, and they're playing against each other for a some congressional runoff seat in like North Carolina or something. Hold on, I'll find it here in a minute. The I wish we could find that in my brain. I just watched it. Yeah. The campaign. The campaign, not the yeah, candidate. The campaign. campaign, yeah. I've seen clips from that movie, but I've not seen the whole movie. That I'd movie like was funny, man. I get a kick out of Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah. He, he you ever played, see, they played see, a good opposite of each other for sure. That movie I've seen a made. lot of people play opposite Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis and him. They did fantastic. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie actually. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! We should watch. Seen we should clips. get like super ripped and watch it one I'm night <laughs> because that movie was pretty funny. Yeah, <coughs> I'm down. And uh, Jason Sudeikis, I think, was one of was yeah, a I just saw him on there, yeah. campaign Jason. manager or something like that. That was great. And uh, who was the other guy? There was another guy. I've seen him in a lot of things. I'll read the cast out here. Uh, Will Ferrell, Zach Galifianakis, Jason Sudeikis, uh, Dylan McDormand. I think that's him. Let me see. You got a picture? The hot guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's on sitcoms and shit. Yeah. He's been on a bunch of things. Um, A bunch of movies and things. um, Dan Aykroyd. Brian Cox. Yeah. He was in it. Dan Aykroyd was, I think, uh. What was his role? Was he the governor or something like that? Excuse me. Ooh, dude, that pushed the load. There was uh, John Lithgow was in it, too, I think. There was like the mock Koch brothers, essentially. Yeah, that was funny. Man, that was a good movie. That's a good one. All right, well, uh, any uh, parting words? Any last thoughts here on this? Thank God for Indoor Plus. Thank you. Yeah, man. I tell you what. Hearing that, whoosh, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's gone. It's just gone. It's out of it's my gone. life forever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't gotta. I don't gotta dump it into another bucket. I don't yeah. gotta put it on the porch. I don't you gotta don't stare it at it. You don't have to cut it up with here. the turd knife. As bad as it gets, is you gotta smell it. You know, I yeah. am the turd knife. You are the turd knife. Yeah. What I was wondering about those guys, you know, those people come running down real fast. Is that like okay? So the first guy, right? You got a row of toilets. It's not like the thing's private anyway. If you got a right. shit that bad, why would you run anywhere? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just, just like find the tree. nearest tree and just you know? I've done that before. I don't like, know. nope, it's yeah. got to happen right now. That tree over there looks real good, and just, yeah. you know, I should. That's what I would have done. I should. Yeah. I should on the. Uh, I mean, granted, you're going to lose a pair of underwear or a sock or something, yeah. but that's a that's a marginal sacrifice yeah. to spraying. You know, having to change your, throw out your pants or yeah, get a group of guys and want to beat the I, shit out of I you. I should on the side yeah. of Loch Ness one time. Yeah, on yeah. the on the shores. 
It wasn't down on the shores, but it was, you know, it sloped down real steep. Oh, down. yeah. There was an old, what had been a mattress. All it left was the, you know, the springs and those spring mattresses. Yeah. So I just set my butt right over top of one of the springs and <laughs> took a dump. I had to go so bad. We were camping, me and my, me and my wife. And, in Scotland. Uh, and her brother yeah. was with us. We were in Scotland. Dan. And, uh, and they don't Sam, have, we were talking about him. Like He's the here, engineer. You know, we just swing into a McDonald's or something, you know, and there was nothing, you know. It was just... But I did take a take a sleep on the shore of Loch Ness. Took my sleeping bag and laid down on the little gravelly rocks that they had on the man, shore. Man, you're you're uh, you're playing dice with fate there, man. That monster could have got yeah. you. Yeah, could run easy picking. You know, like know, he could have started that fucking myth that fucking turdy laid. Yeah, I right. mean, you wouldn't lay down on the shore of a lake here in a sleeping bag. No, you'd be gator bait for <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> Fuck that and everything else. If the bugs didn't get you, the gators would. I have to tell you this. Gator hunting stories. You I think we talked about it before yeah, on we, the show. we talked about it. Yeah, it's been on. It's crazy. So, it's been anyway. on. But yeah, yeah. No parting words for me. Just uh, it's good to talk about stuff. <laughs> stories. <laughs> yeah. Stories. Stories are great, man. Ugh. It makes for good shows. It makes for good uh, content. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, what did you guys think of the new setup? Or nice. the, the, now that everybody can relax in this their chair? Nice. And yeah. It's this a little is, better? This is way nicer, yeah. Yeah. I like to blow on the mic, though. Everybody's got a mic. Yeah, you got a mouth. You're, you're a good mouth breather sometime. Been- <laughs> yeah, you suck that mic. <laughs> you suck that. Yeah. So, anyway. Fucking cock. You suck that mic. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I could watch you, you cuck. <laughs> that would make you the cuck yes you're still using this wrong <laughs> you'll get there still getting this wrong i don't know i've got a little more obi-wan training to do with him before he gets into the cuck yeah. the cuck ways <laughs> oh god but, yeah no gotta drive to south carolina tomorrow going so, up don't want to stay up too late you know, take your shirt off, twist around your head like a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Petey Pablo style. Petey mm-hmm. Pablo. Oh, I got a shit. All right, I'm out. All right, this is it. Done.